What's up, everybody? Hey, after the break, you will see multiple interviews that I conducted with my Army Battle Buddies. Stay tuned, stay locked. Those compilations coming up next. Trust and believe. You are tuned into episode 133 of The Nomad Cast, where story time is a pastime. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today. All right, you got a great show lined up today, as you can see here in the thumbnail. U.S. Army compilation video. Five interviews that I conducted with my battle buddies. Guys and gals I've been stationed with, recruited in the Army, so on and so forth. Definitely um, was thankful, was honored, was honored, privileged to be able to interview and conduct those interviews because I know everyone is busy nowadays. People are working, people are chilling so on and so forth. So I definitely want to pay respect to those uh, men and women that allowed me to be able to provide a platform for them to tell their story, their army story, their life story, their unique story, their stories of failure, their stories of strength. And I tell you, we all, we all serve for the greater good, not only for ourselves, but for others. So for those guys and gals to allow me to be able to use my platform and use my medium to tell their story, it was truly a blessing, truly honored. So with that being said, sit back and relax and enjoy five Army interviews that I conducted, a compilation, if you will. Trust and believe. Trust and believe, Trust and believe you are tuned into episode 122 of the Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Got a special guest in the building today, a distinguished gentleman, honorable gentleman, a gentleman I serve with. Way back in 2017, the seniors, the peers, and subordinates, everybody wanted to introduce the retired, I want to emphasize the retired Army First Sergeant, Mr. Frazier. Going on? Going on? What's up, man? My dad would tell us in a minute, hey, you can do something to wind up in jail, that's where you're going to sit. We were young, yeah. man. They, they let us know they loved us by letting us know they didn't care about us. Like, hey, yeah. Like, you do something stupid. So for me... It's crazy. So my recruiter, I had thought about joining her when my daughter was born. My, mm-hmm. I was 19, she was born. So I had a recruiter, man. I didn't even know he was in the army. Mm-hmm. Like we used to be on a basketball court, be playing basketball. I guess that was like his little recruiting tactic. He'll come around, hang around, you know, just be <laughs> yeah. like one of the people. Like, hey, this dude got a nice car. Yeah. Dress real nice. Like, what you do? I asked him one day, I'm like, what you do? He's like, hey man, he do. give me a call tomorrow. I gave him a call. He like, hey, just let me die here. Got down there. He was in his uniform and stuff. And I'm like, he's like, I know what you're about to say. He said, but just, just hand me out for a minute. And he sat me down. And you know what? He, he told me this. He's like, I'm not even going to tell you you got to do 20 years. He said, so my unit was in the field. They were coming back from the field for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, yeah, got there. That's when I got introduced to Smoke. Yeah. So we had, so at that back then, you know, Used to go meet the first army, lined up, you know, private such and such reporting. Yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. Stand up parade rest, he lining you up, like, okay. So then smoke comes in, and it's me, it was about four of us. Uh another supply guy, we had an NBC guy, and we had a couple 13 Bravos. I was in our well, most of my units coming up with artillery units. Yeah. So uh, you know, we doing what the drill song told us, you know. Yes, yeah. sergeant. No sergeant. Right. First on is talking, yes, first sergeant, no first sergeant. Smoke started talking, yes, sorry. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys that was next to me, Baker, he was the NBC guy. He's like, yes, sorry. He's like, are you coming to Charlie Banner? He's like, yes, sorry. He stopped, 
And he looked at him. He said, let me tell you something. You call me Sergeant again. I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm smoke, damn it. Yeah. And right on cue, Baker said, yes, Sergeant. Trust and believe you are tuned into episode 123 of the Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. And I have a special, special guest today, a fellow Detroiter. You know, so that's all love right there. <laughs> I will tell you just a little uh, snapshot about everything. This She was my former future soldier when I was a recruiter in the Army back in Detroit. And I will tell you, she was one of the few future soldiers who did everything they could to attend future soldier training, no matter what. I was a staff sergeant at the time, so Staff Sergeant Anderson, I'm going to be a, f- a future soldier training tomorrow. I'm like, well, training is canceled. Well, I'm going to be there anyway. And then she started working at the local McDonald's in Detroit. And uh, soon as she got off work, she wanted to attend future soldier training. Days off, she wanted to attend future soldier training. So I would tell you, as a staff sergeant looking at her as a as a junior enlisted, I knew she was going to pay dividends in the Army and also her post-Army career. So with that being said, let me introduce former Army specialist, Ms. Jazz, to the Nomad Cast. What's up, Ms. Jazz? Hey, hey, it is I. <laughs> What's going on? So how's everything been going? It is going one day at a time. Mission first, as the Army would say. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm having flashbacks hearing that. It's like, oh. <laughs> so how's the family? Um, Good. We are good working through. Um, You know, we just had a recent passing in the family, so we're working through that. But My God is good. As well. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um. So we just working through one day at a time, considering uh, my head, every man for themselves with my mom, you yeah, know? Yeah. So you, you got dinner, you wake yourself up, you yeah. hear the alarm, you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not following behind you. So we had a lot of freedom with my mom. Um, and that was back home in Detroit. Right. So uh, my dad, on the other hand, he ended up leaving Michigan uh, around the time I was in about middle school, high school. Um, I left. My parents was not rich. I watched my mama work uh, from sunup to sundown. My dad was a truck driver, still a truck driver. Um, mm-hmm. So he sacrificed a lot of time away. Um, so give, I, and I was like, just take me to the recruiting office, please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all I want to do. So I turned 17. They did. My parents uh, signed me up for the military. That was my birthday gift. And I was a happy camper until I graduated. Yeah. Um, I graduated. Uh, Experiences. I now I remember you did a rotation in Germany. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk about that because that was that one of those eight month. It was. Month? I was. Um. I was going nine. I nine, went nine, nine months. Month. Okay. Yep. I went nine months. I really pride myself on that. And so I was just literally sitting in my office today, and was uh this lady was going off in all of my ears, blah blah blah. And I said what I said. We had a little, you know, back and forth, and I yeah. ended up hanging up the phone. And uh, I just remember getting off the phone and just. You know, smiling to myself like, huh, no one is more professional than I. <laughs> Come on now, NCO Creed. <laughs> like, I swear, I just was like, oh, man. like, and I- Trust and believe, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into episode 125 of the Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers multiple topics. I am here with a good friend of mine, a battle buddy, as we say in the Army. Or did they transition to warrior companion, whatever they talk about. But uh, this gentleman, we were stationed in Okinawa, Japan. What a time to be alive to be stationed in Okinawa. Uh, this, ge- this gentleman definitely had uh, a career path 
similar to mine, we both had the same MOS. We were both former Army recruiters. So he definitely understands what it's like to deal with the mental gymnastics of being a freaking recruiter. If you know, you know. <laughs> He's an avid baseball fan. He loves the Boston Red Sox. I don't know why. You know, maybe we can convert him to be a Tigers fan, but we'll see how it goes. But nonetheless, I want to introduce soon-to-be Army retired First Sergeant Mr. Nieces in the building. What's going on, sir? When you walked in that door, what was your initial plan? Do I want to just hear what he's saying? Do I want a career? Do I just want some money for college? What was the initial plan? Well, me and my cousin were supposed to join together. Mm -hmm. uh, like a recruiter and mm -hmm. picked a job 92 Alpha. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we should do this job because he's like, the recruiter says all you do is drive a, a forklift in a warehouse. I'm like, I could drive a forklift, whatever. Yeah. And obviously yeah. that was a lie. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, so, you know, it was, it was way more than that. I mean, yes. I learned a lot of the 92 Alpha. And uh -huh. I'm, I'm happy I had the experience as a 92 Alpha. You know yeah. I mean? It's, it's not just warehouse work. You know? I think it was 2006 when I left for recruiting. Yeah. Okay. Now, you when you went on recruiting, it was your recruiting time was definitely different from when I was a recruiter. When I got there, there was a sergeant first class who was running the mortuary affairs. Right. And I told him, I was like, man, I was like, I don't know if I could do it. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, and he was, he was like, look, dude, he's like, it's not a job anybody wants to do. He's like, but it's a job that, that needs to be done and needs to be done right. Yeah. You know, you're preparing these heroes to go yeah. home to their family. And... I was like, he was like, we just lost a soldier last month. Watch this army veteran, Miss Short, is in the building. What's up, Miss Short? That was fine. Because we yeah. still did stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we still went to the range. Um, we still, you know, got, we still had to do long marches. Um, we had to yeah. do one. I forgot. I think it was, oh, Jesus, a good 20 plus miles, something like that. Yeah. And then your rucksack had to be packed with a lot of heavy weights. So mm -hmm. at that point, there was like, are you sure you about to? Everybody had their doubts again. Sure, you about to go do this ruck march? I am. Yeah. You, I am. Just so y'all will leave me alone. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. I'm going to prove to y'all. My knee is jacked up. Granted, but I'm still going to do this ruck march. Yeah. And I finished it a lot faster and still got more respect from the NCOs again. Yeah. I'm like, sure, you, you, man, okay. See, I told y'all, I may be busted up, but I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm a muster through the pain. And that's one of the things the Army military has taught me to be. It gives you so much more tougher skin. Pain and all. It, it, it makes you more resilient. It where does. A lot of times, you know, not saying, you know, the lifestyle that we led, led we we're better than people. Mm -hmm. But it teaches you to be more resilient because Correct. you got your subordinates looking at you. You got your seniors mm -hmm. looking at you. You got Correct. your peers looking at you. Yeah, absolutely. Let me introduce y'all, Master Sergeant Zarzar. Master Sergeant, what's up? What's up? Hey, friends, now, and she just like, hey, look at your record. She looked at my record. She said, hey, change this, do this. Yep. Boom. Class 72. I got selected for Class 72, number one out of 300, uh, 340. I'm sitting there like, yo, this is, this is surreal. Mm -hmm. Got to the academy. Academy is a beast. I mean, total of, total of 10 months, right? Got there. Yeah. I got there in July. Uh, the school started in August and we graduated in June. So about yeah, about 10 months. Mm -hmm. My mistake going to the academy 
thinking that I'm going to another interior school. I know it's a PCS mode, right? Right. Man, I reported a, day, a couple of days before the school started. Yeah. But the academy overall, the crime was great, man. It's a lot of stuff that we learn over there. It's funny that, you know what I'm saying, you're saying, saying, you know what I'm saying, trust and believe, right? Mm -hmm. I was saying the academy would trust and inspire. Trust and inspire. Trust and inspire, right? <laughs> trust like, and inspire. Man, you talk about 10 months being around NCOs that have all the knowledge, NCOs that have been first sergeants. I think they're the best first sergeant in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best master sergeants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you competing, it, it, it gets so competitive. And you tell yourself, man, I'm not here to compete, right? Right. I'm here to learn. I'm here to build, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to build relationships. I'm here to network. Yeah.